Hey guys, you're listening to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast recapping, researching, and respecting all things Bachelor Nation. Hi, hi, hi. We are back. Batch Nash. It is a rainy day in California. We are in sweatpants and we are both sitting on the couch with our feet up. So if one of us falls asleep, I apologize. <laughs> Man, I really wish that I could just rest my head on one of Ari's pillow kisses. <laughs> Was that is that that's not a way that I want kisses described. <laughs> Right? Pillow lips? I don't know. It's better than sandpaper lips. Does, who is sandpaper lips? I don't know. I'm just thinking of other things your lips could be described <laughs> I don't know. I just, the way that all of these women were so enthusiastically talking about his style of kissing, I just found so weird. Okay. I need to say something up top that's like been kind of like bothering me. It's really hard for me to watch Ari kiss all these women because Ari like reminds me of a kindergarten teacher. I came to that realization every time he comes. He's like in the group. He's like, we all had fun today, right? Yes. Who had fun? What was your favorite activity? Like everything he does reminds me of like a kindergarten teacher. And I don't know if you noticed, but there were like finger paintings of roses all around the mansion. No, I did not notice that. There was like things in backgrounds when he, I don't know if they were finger paintings, but there was like amateur paintings of roses that I'm sure the girls were just like bored and doing or whatever. But just, I don't know, like his sweaters, his voice, his like tone and inflection, everything he does reminds me of like a grade school teacher. Yes, and all grade school teachers should be asexual if you're listening. (laughs) Well, just freaks me out and then he like kisses becca who's like a child and i'm like oh you're her teacher (laughs) becca m not becca k no becca m becca with the short hair should we start talking about becca k because the episode kicks off with their treat yourself date yeah actually you know what i realized there's one thing we have to talk about before we get into the episode what do we have to talk about the rosé girls oh (laughs) Yes. This is amazing. Okay. So um, <laughs> Ari let go eight women last week. That's a lot for night one. It's it feels pre- it's, like a lot. Yeah. It's pretty brutal. And seven of them have since started like a social media. Um, what is campaign? Yeah. I don't know if we can call it a campaign, a movement, maybe just a hobby. <laughs> They, yeah, I mean, they released an Instagram account called the Rosé Girls, and it's uh, a bunch of, uh, like, it's a video montage of them in beautiful dresses, uh, clinking champagne glasses, and posing uh, in pictures with a pillow that says, um, what did it say? It was something along the lines of, like, his loss. (laughs) (laughs) Something. I don't know what they're trying to promote but i like it right and i like that they met on the first night and they're like let's do this like dumb thing well i i get it like i think everyone goes on to bachelor with 
ulterior motives, everyone. So if you're going to get kicked out, eat, like ride the gravy train as long as you like possibly can. Right. You're right. These are women who are like, God damn it. If I don't do something now, I will never get to sell fit yeah. tummy tea. And I think that it's going to have a short shelf life, but I'm hoping that they got a lot out of it this past week. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen any of them post ads yet, but there's been like a lot of posts. So I don't yeah. know. Maybe it'll like become a thing. I hope so. They also I he seemed to let go a lot of like the cool they Funny. all seem awesome. Here's my hope. You know, when like a bachelorette is about to start her journey and they like bring on people like from her past in mm-hmm. Bachelor Nation to give her advice. I hope like one day she's like, it's like the next bachelorette, someone from Ari's season. And she's just like, I don't, I'm really nervous. So I called the Rosé girls in to give me some advice. So I called in the girls that got rejected upon their first meeting to give me advice as to how to deal with high stress situations. Right, because I think most women are nervous about is sending the people home. Oh, okay. So they'll be like, look. How could Ari have done it that would have put your ego at ease? Yeah. Although, and we will get into this. I think Ari's pretty good at saying goodbye. Yeah, I do, too. I know it's early, but okay. So just wanted to give you that quick little update. Let's get into the episode. Wahoo. Becca. So Becca K is chosen as the first date. I was actually kind of surprised that it was her. Not, I think she's really beautiful and cool and funny. Um, I just didn't it didn't seem like she necessarily made as much of an impression on Ari as I guess she did. Well, night one and they kind of blew past this. She like brought letters or something that her mom wrote to him. And I felt Mm. like that was like kind of impactful. I don't know. I'm obsessed with her. Well, yeah, her her date was crazy. They went uh they went to some mansion in Malibu and Rachel Zoe dressed her up. And so half the date was really Becca and Rachel Zoe. Um, Adam, my boyfriend was watching this with me and he was just like, this cannot be fun for Ari. <laughs> I know. And he was like, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this shellfish. I was, yeah, I was like, what the heck? I know. And he was like, amazing. That looks amazing. That looks amazing. And the whole and then time- he got to pick out what she wore to dinner. But not necessarily. He he told her which one was her favorite and she decided to wear that one. But then he said that she could take home all of them. So I'm not sure who fit the bill because I was looking at Rachel Zoe's face when he said that. And I was I felt like she was like, okay, well, who's paying for it? (laughs) (laughs) And I was wondering, I was just like, who like um, because this would have been a dream to get before she packed all of her dresses up, like before she had to like take money out of her 401k <laughs> to come on the show. So I uh to like physically keep up with the outfits every week. So I was just like, oh, man, this would have been a great resource for her prior to getting on the show. But now she just has twice as many ball gowns that she'll never, ever wear again. Well, I think a lot of women borrow dresses. I don't know. Whatever. She was wearing one of the Rachel Zoe uh, dresses. On night of the rose ceremony. For the, yeah, obviously. Just I would sure. wear that. Like, I would wear those dresses every single day. The rest of the time I was on The Bachelor. <laughs> Did you see how excited? I felt like the girls got significantly more excited about the Louboutins than they have ever gotten excited about Ari. Yeah. And to me, I was like, I think that the dresses are cooler than the shoes. No. <laughs> Sarah, I'm sorry. Were they like diamond? They're Louboutins. They're like the... 
<laughs> like I don't know anything. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I don't know any. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know anything about shoes, and I know like that they are they're the shoes with the red soles. All yeah. the housewives wear them, and oh. like they cost like a gazillion dollars. And all of the women were hyperventilating because they were like, "I've never seen them in real life." <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. Actually, I like loved how she just like came home with all that shit, and she's like, "Okay, well, like I have to go get ready and go to my next thing." <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to show you guys what I got yeah <laughs> it was like she went shopping came home and showed her roommates and was like okay now I have to go on my date <laughs> yeah I know but I think that shows where they all are at in like emotionally in this journey and they're way more invested um in the shoes than they are with Ari yeah and I can't blame them um something I just want to point out so he t- picked her up on a motorcycle mm-hmm and Crystal was like, I would not get on that motorcycle. I was kind of with Crystal. I'm terrified of motorcycles. And if a guy showed up to take me on a date on that, I was I would probably be like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, right. And I, I have driven those roads out to Malibu before. Yeah. And I like Ray, my boyfriend had to pull over to the side of the street because I <laughs> was going to throw up. Yeah. So, I mean, doing that drive without it is like not romantic and it is not as sexy as they made it look like it is a tough, tough trip for your stomach, like and not into not being closed or feel like you were safe. I'm with you. I was like, and people are like, oh, my God, shut up. And I was like, no, I like kind of get it. <laughs> Well, I just thought the juxtaposition between Chelsea, like, because they're like, what do you love the most about a motorcycle? As, as the question, asking questions that are super normal super as one does. Important. And Chelsea's just like, ooh, the danger. <laughs> Chelsea is like a caricature of a bachelor nation or a bachelor contestant. Yes. Like everything she says does. I'm like, you studied how women talk. And like now, like not just like in Bachelor world, like you just studied how women are supposed to talk. I think she read one too many Danielle Steele novels, perhaps. (laughs) The danger, the hair flowing in the wind. And then Crystal's like, my dad almost lost a limb on a motorcycle. (laughs) I know. I know. Oh, my God. Well, Whatever. This seemed like a really fun date for Becca. I really, really like her a lot. If I were her, I would sell all those dresses and get a shit ton of money. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Especially if Ari, uh, like if Ari doesn't pick her, I would sell all of those dresses as seen on Bachelor TV. Mm, what if he does pick her? They could probably use the money. I don't know. Did you see that luxury real estate that Ari was selling? <laughs> I mean, why not? Why not sell them? Uh, um, I loved how Bibiana was like, oh, my God, they're going to get married just because he like gave her those Louboutins. <laughs> That's a bigger deal than than the like the uh, sparkly diamond necklace that he made her wear. <laughs> All I wrote about the rest of the date was they went to the Hudson Lofts for dinner. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure where that is. It's downtown. I looked it up. I, um, I, he kept being like, okay, one more surprise, one more surprise. And then like the last surprise was a glitter bomb. And I was just like, don't build it up. Like at that point I would have been like, oh my God, Brian McKnight's here. (laughs) Brian McKnight. (laughs) Brian McKnight should be on Bachelor. I feel like that would be a perfect plug. They can't afford him. 
Really? <laughs> Brian McKnight? I feel like he needs something to bring him back into the spotlight. <laughs> One, you're like a dream come true. Yeah, but all of their musical artists are like nobodies that everyone gets stupidly excited for. <laughs> ben Higgins was always like, my favorite artist. Shmush, mush, mush. Shmush, is here performing my favorite song. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that they had like a pretty typical evening. Right. Talked about. I love Becca. Parents. Controversial statement. Mm-hmm. Crystal's date like actually kind of gave me butterflies. Oh, OK. We might have conflicting feelings and thoughts. And- I like Crystal. Ooh. I like Am. Team Crystal. <laughs> okay. Well, she's the next date. By the way, when Chris Harrison comes into a came on to announce these things, I don't know which date it was, but one of them, his shirt was the exact same color as the wall, and it looked like he was like in a green screen, like he like completely blended in with the wall. <laughs> at this point, he probably is operating at a green screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like shit, Chris. You were the wrong. They just like shirt. took a pen and drew a shirt <laughs> in post. Oh, oh anyway, Chris. I just had to say that you have um, the best gig in Hollywood. Okay, so Crystal gets the second one-on-one date. Home is where the heart is, and uh, they go to Scottsdale. He takes her on a private jet, and he takes her. To his house, he shows her home videos, and then he takes her to meet his parents and his brother, which was a lot for a first date. Yeah, I was just like, did they have coffee yet? Like, there's a few, like, intimate things that I feel like should happen before just jumping right into some home movies. I agree. I don't think that he... I don't think that he should have taken her to Scottsdale. I think for the situation she was put in, she handled it well. She was like engaging with the parents. How did you guys meet? You know, that kind of stuff. And like your whole marriage, like it hasn't been great, right? (laughs) Remember when she asked that? (laughs) Well, it hasn't. (laughs) It's marriage. (laughs) I know, but she's known Ari for five minutes. I felt so weird as a a third bystander. But that's not Crystal's fault. That is Ari's fault. I understand that it is not Crystal's fault. I still think she's a weirdo. I thought the whole date was weird. I felt so uncomfortable. I have no idea what part of this date gave you physical butterflies. Was it the, the tiny white boy with a deep <laughs> voice? <laughs> no, the end when they had my favorite artist, Daniel Doomitter. Connor Doom. Connor. <laughs> he was no Russell Dickerson. Okay, listen, this was not her fault. This was Ari's fault. Here's the thing I liked. There was one moment of Crystal that I thought, because her voice is like, like, her voice is ridiculous. Telephone sex phone operator. Yeah, her voice is absurd. It sounds like she's been practicing years to make that the voice that like comes out of her mouth. Mm -hmm. When she pulled up in the car, she had like a deep voice laugh and she was like, oh my God. And I was like, that, that right there is the real Crystal. Yeah, I was like, that is the real Crystal. And I like kind of really liked that moment. Why? Why would you? Why would that? Why would that reveal make you like her? No, not that I. I just liked that moment. I don't think I think her voice is absurd because I think Crystal had a really hard life and is clearly like trying to mask a lot of pain with this like Barbie doll 
look. I just think that there's more to her. I definitely think there's more to her, clearly, because she says no words to anyone ever. Okay, this was another thing that I felt on her side about. She did. It was she could have said like we went to she couldn't have she could have been less weird like oh we went to Scottsdale and I saw his house. But like I don't think that any of these women are required to reveal the like intimate details of their dates. I get it but I feel like she's like she plays um, innocent when it's benefit when it benefits her and she kind of plays the villain when it benefits her. Well she didn't look great when she kept stealing Ari away. (laughs) That was bad. That was actually really incredibly rude. Yeah it was bad. And so if you're gonna like play this high and mighty role like oh I'm invested in this relationship but you're actually like because when she stole him back for a second time she was just like I just couldn't let our energies not be together. I know. I was like that was the pressing thing that you had to steal him back for? (laughs) The first time I was like all right whatever like this is not the first time we've seen someone who already has a rose steal the guy for a minute and the second time was bad and she was clearly trying to get under Bibiana's skin who is an American hero in my eyes I love Bibiana so much her Um, impression of Crystal is spot on I just think that Crystal it's clearly like this is clearly like a coping mechanism okay so you see it as a coping mechanism or and i see it as her being fake yeah and her i I think her how disingenuous she is and going down to the fact that she masks her actual voice and does that same thing that paris hilton does like like uh, that's scary i feel like there's something super dark about her well yeah i don't think ari should end up with her (laughs) I just like that's a scary person to enter in any sort of friendship or any sort of relationship anybody who's not I get playing your your cards close yeah but to act like not as who you are to like literally make up a persona to step into every time that you have a conversation with somebody is terrifying and like ultimately the people that have longevity in these franchises are the people who are unapologetically themselves i.e. You're Ashley Eyes. You're Olivia's. The people who kind of like, I'm hoping Bibiana, where they're crazy on their sleeve, are the ones that have longevity. You're right. Although I will say, Olivia has not had longevity in the franchise. She's just made her own success. She like used her own resources. The franchise like doesn't want anything to do with her. (laughs) <laughs> well that's their loss I think I agree wanna, I agree the, I think that everyone's still talking about her though she's still very much in the conversation canon for yes for the audience I mean we like even now as we are watching Chelsea I know they look like I she although the more keeps getting that parallel back to the her. more that Chelsea talks and behaves I'm like you're not Olivia <laughs> No, they're nothing alike. They have a similar haircut. That's really all that. I get it. Crystal may be dangerous, but I... She could murder somebody. Like <laughs> she has like all the symptoms of a, of a sociopath. <laughs> well, whatever. That's great for TV. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Um, hide your pa- motorcycles. His parents seemed not into it. His parents seemed like they were like, Ari, why are you doing this? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. There, the Ari's family was also really interesting to me too because clearly his dad was like this older race car driver who 
picked up this hot young yeah. blonde thing. Yeah. Um, also, so I listened to the Reality Steve podcast where he um where he uh interviewed um Ari's latest ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And by the way, don't don't listen to it if you want things spoiled because he does a major spoiler and I have to get it out of my head. Oh, um no. it's bad. But um she like she was this 23-year-old girl who like DM'd him in college and then they started dating when she got out to Scottsdale. The first night that they had sex or stayed over at their house. I don't mean to be crass. She stayed over his house. Ari's dad was like hanging out in the kitchen. The next morning? Yeah. And she met his dad the next morning. Oh. After their first night together. That's weird. So I don't like there seems to be a weird boundary issue with this family. Yeah. Like, maybe seems they like share too much. Maybe too close. Yeah. To the point where maybe this isn't this is like more part of his routine or it's like he brings a girl home immediately introduces them to the family. It's sort of this like cyclical thing of people women he even casually dates. Yeah, that's weird. What was the spoiler? Who wins? <gasps> he spoils it on that pod. Oh, yeah. Although he's been wrong before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, whatever. Uh, one-on-one dates are typically boring. And then we had one of my favorite group dates I've ever seen <laughs> on oh, The Bachelor. Oh, my God. I loved this group date. <laughs> this was so cool. I think people were like, you could be understandably nervous. But at the same time, it just seemed so fun. So what, how would we even describe it? It was just like they were. So it's called Demolition Derby. So it is essentially bumper cars and you're in like a small, I guess, rink, we can call it. And um, you it's like old, old cars and you just smash into each other and t- and try to get cars to like stop running. I got to know how this isn't the most dangerous thing. Like, how did these women actually not kill each other? I know. I know. It looked so every time they got hit. I was like, their necks are going to break. Yeah. And Brittany, who I guess went. <laughs> Brittany had to like go hard to the hospital. in the paint. Her words, not mine. I know. I, she had to go to the hospital. And Ari was like, um, I don't think she's feeling well. Ari, like she cracked her skull open. I think <laughs> I read online that she actually got a concussion, which is why she wasn't able to go to the cocktail party. By the way, this girl is a hero because <laughs> the next day she showed up to the rose rose ceremony Looked cocktail party. Amazing. And was cool as a cucumber meanwhile into him in the hall oh hey (laughs) she was a like a bubbly gal pal meanwhile annalise is applauded (laughs) as the hero of the day because when she was little she had a bad bumper car trauma (laughs) this was so funny i did feel bad for her because not because I was like oh yeah bumper car trauma it's real but like I did feel bad in the sense that I think she was kind of trying to hide her tears and it was like uncontrollable and she couldn't help okay not and I don't want to discount her bumper car (laughs) trauma but how plausible is it that like Annalise maybe got her period that day and right. it was just like it was just like the seed that like l- led the floodgates to I open think, i think there's a lot it's your first group date you're super nervous probably got her period she like this is dangerous this, this is, is coming is from a place like, of empathy not a place of judgment no, no, by no, the no, way no. I, I just because i i was just like oh, okay 
I have cried about similar weird things. Same. That's why I really felt for her because you could kind of tell <laughs> she was like really trying to not make it noticeable. And that someone was like, are you OK? <laughs> she was in the middle of a like a like in the moment. And she's like, oh, God, they're bringing out the fire extinguishers. <laughs> she like burst into tears. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> she just got to the point where she freaked herself out so much and she couldn't stop crying. And that's why I felt for her. Because I was like, I've been there. Right. Like, there's something weird or dumb that I'm just like, I can't stop crying and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <sighs> so, but yeah, you're right. She is not a hero. <laughs> No, I got to point out that I found it so funny that Bibiana was having the time of her life. And she was like, I don't even have a license. <laughs> like, that shouldn't be allowed, right? Why does she not have a license? Like, what's the statute of limitations for driving without a license? I don't know. I just literally, like, I was laughing so hard. I actually, I did think it was sweet when Ari pushed all the cars out of Annalise's way. Like she was stuck and he came through and he pushed them all out. And, and then like, Brittany took out his butt. <laughs> I know the Brittany was like, you're out of here. Yeah, it was so fun. It was so much fun. And they all looked like they had a blast. Even Annalise. I know. She got a little feisty herself. Well, at the cocktail party. Uh, No, like during the in the rink. Oh, yeah. But ultimately, Cien came out on top and she took out Tia. Tia is so delicious and adorable. I love Tia. She was like, I died. (laughs) And Cien is so amazing. (laughs) At the cocktail party, it was she said that she went to Yale. I know she went to Yale and she's really smart and gorgeous and like just cool. And I don't see how any man couldn't fall in love with her. Um. Ari got his makeout on during this cocktail party. Yeah, and he initiated like every single one of them. Every single one except with Cien. Oh, <laughs> Cien. But like he looks like when he is kissing Becca, like that he like wants to touch her boobs. Like, uh, like yeah, the- because she does not wear bras. But I've it- seen Becca's nipples so many times. <laughs> He's like ready to take her to bed every time they make out. And I'm like, I need to leave the room. I said that I was like, I feel like this is too intimate for me to be watching. (laughs) Yeah. A man kiss his kindergarten. (laughs) I know because as we know now, I think she's 22. Yeah. Or it hasn't come out on the show yet, but I've seen it on Twitter. Yeah. It feels weird. That is like. She is like 15 years younger than him. Hey, Ari leads with chemistry. I know he is into her. He is into a lot of them. Yeah. I'm trying to like look to see if there was anything else memorable from the group date. I, li- I did like when Chelsea stole him so she could talk about um, being a mom, being a mom. And when she got back to talk about it with the girls, she was I, all the other girls were like, we sacrifice stuff, too. <laughs> oh, I know. When everyone was saying that, I was like, oh, you guys all sound so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean they're right everyone did sacrifice up but like I mean she literally left her child <laughs> yeah I know that was a tough watch and then all the while meanwhile they're building the storyline that Bibiana is upset because she's not getting any one-on-one time with Ari like at all yeah. which leads us into the final rose ceremony cocktail party okay so the cocktail the final rose cocktail um 
well, it's a lot of what we said. Women trying to get time with Ari and Crystal keeps stealing it. I mean, to the point where Bibiana just went ape on her. I thought it was such a beautiful moment. Oh, it was awesome. And how she ended it, she was like, we're all feeling it and I'm the voice. And then when like, Crystal tried yeah. to stick up for herself, she, <laughs> Bibiana she said, Mike drop. And left. <laughs> I know. I love her. Sarah, I just, I'm so sorry. I feel like we come out on the same side of so many things. I just cannot stand by you standing by Crystal. Like it physically hurts Listen, me. I'm not saying that Crystal makes all good choices. I'm just saying I don't hate her. She's an instigator. She clearly did that to get under Bibiana's skin. <laughs> like she did that with a purpose and it was to hurt this person who was so th- clearly the most anxious person on the planet. Okay. I am trying to think back and I'm not comparing these two women because they're really similar. And this is comparing somebody who wears a mask to somebody who I think is really, truly herself. But Courtney Robinson. No, (laughs) no. But I'm just saying you're getting mad at Crystal for the same things Courtney did. Like Courtney, like monopolized his time. She did and she was sarcastic and funny but she, she didn't try to be somebody that she was I agree that's like, and that's what I was, said I I'm not comparing those pieces of them I'm just saying somebody who does not care about these other women and was hurtful to the other women she was she was like she got kind of mean I I see what you're saying, but I think what I'm getting mad about with Crystal is the facade of being a nice person and the intention being to hurt. Whereas like Courtney was just kind of rude and sarcastic all of the time. Yeah. And I'm not saying that Courtney tried to like not be herself or like play some sort of like persona, but you're getting mad at Crystal for the same things Courtney did. I disagree. I'm telling you that I'm I'm getting. Well, I know, but you were saying like, oh, like being rude, being mean to the other girls. That's what Courtney was. We're going back in circles. <laughs> I get right it. Now. I ultimately get it. I don't necessarily think Crystal is like this perfect role model. I just think she's like a damaged person. And I I feel I have sympathy for her. Okay. And I think she's a sociopath. <laughs> also, no one touched the cheese plate on her ride to Scottsdale in the airplane well she's a coach trainer thing i think about that all the time whenever there's food it's like they obviously don't want to reach for it but like i would have such a hard time not reaching for it because you're starved on this show well that's why i loved corinne so much because she was just like <laughs> stuffing her face all she was the just time. like eating and drinking all the time i've noticed i feel like they're showing alcohol a lot more in this season i think they are trying to be transparent they're like everyone has wine everyone has it mm-hmm um so uh what's his name again ari my god he's so boring (laughs) he's not that he's just not he's like he's nothing he's just like he's like there's nothing there he makes ben higgins look like the most interesting man on planet earth which is so weird because both of them uh, when they were contestants were like amazing and had a personality and as the bachelor they're both just like duds um but uh he let go of four women tonight i believe yeah uh no i think it was only three it was lauren g 
Oh, for, oh, yeah. No, Valerie. Valerie and Jenny. And Jenny. Okay. And, okay. We have to talk Jenny's exit. <laughs> the, I am happy that this is recorded. The best exit on Bachelor I've ever seen. Oh my God. It was so brilliant. She's my new hero personally. Well, I, and then after that exit, I was like, crap, I really wish she was sticking around. Uh, I need this person on my show. I know. I hope that she comes. I, she'll be on paradise. Don't you think <sighs> if they do paradise, <laughs> they might not. I'm sure she'll exist in this world in some capacity and will be visible unless she decides to walk away from it. But let's just like break down. Yeah. Okay. So he doesn't call her name and leading up, they have her quoting in her like in the moment. And she's like, I've been really sarcastic and silly, but I feel like I haven't like, I hope Ari knows that that's not there. There's all like, that's not everything about me. I can be serious. I don't know. I'm feeling a little embarrassed. So before the rose ceremony, she is saying she felt embarrassed. And I don't know if you noticed, but when they were like flying through his like, um, one-on-one moments with people her moment she was like so do you like get up every morning and like eat raisin bran and read the newspaper (laughs) she was calling him old i know i thought that was a pretty solid dig i thought it was funny too he's like no no raisin bran (laughs) i know and i was like oh that's like cute and fun or whatever but i think that's clearly maybe what she was feeling embarrassed about and then he doesn't call her and she starts crying immediately and all the girls hug her yeah, she's a pretty crier too. Yeah, just like a, I, I, we normally don't do such a like a step by step with an exit, but it was just so beautiful. So, um, all of the girls, it's like typical, like the the uh, protocol is you go up to Ari, he thanks you for being there. They say you're welcome. Thanks for the opportunity. <laughs> blah blah blah. Kiss walk, on the cheek. Go home. Walk off into the night. Talk about how they'll never be loved. <laughs> Uh, Jenny bypasses him and just goes out into the hall and he's like, will you excuse me for a second? I know, which I, uh, okay, listen, I don't think there's many bachelors that would have followed after the second row ceremony. Yeah, I did think that was kind of a uh, a stand-up move. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I was like, I can't think, of, like Chris Souls, oh my God, Chris Souls would have been like, uh, okay. Right. <laughs> he would have, um, he, yes, his brain would have exploded. Maybe Ben, maybe, but seriously, I'm like, I cannot think of a bachelor that would follow that out. Yes, so he follows her out and she, uh, Every sentence was like a disjointed thought from the other. (laughs) She's like, can we talk about it? And he was just like, yeah. And she was just like, this process isn't for me. (laughs) And like at this point, I do really think he turned into a kindergarten teacher because he was like, I know. I know. know. He is like literally it feels like all of these women are his students. It's freaking me out. And she's just like, I'm not upset about you. I'm upset about losing all of my cool new friends. I'm not sad about you. I'm sad about leaving all my new friends. Yeah. And he was just like, I know you made friends. <laughs> but this process is about other things. You know, I hope that you find what you're looking for in the world. And she like leaves and it's just like, he picked a taxidermist over me. <laughs> and she threw in this was the first time she's ever got broken up with. Oh, I feel like that was a drunken stream of consciousness, though. <laughs> I feel like we've all like even... 
Halle Berry has faced rejection. Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, I mean, rejection, I totally but them. this was like the first time she probably got dumped. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if she's young, then that makes sense. I love her. I loved her. It no. was the most brilliant exit I've ever seen. It it's it was better to me than Waboom and Blake's fight. I enjoyed this more. No, nothing is better than Blake and Waboom's fight. But it does it does <laughs> hold up. I do feel like that second episode is sort of like the sweet spot of when because like at that point you're a little bit invested, and um like you're you're around enough that you at least want to stick around you might you're not be into the guy yeah, you're invested on just like oh wait this is kind of a fun thing a fun like escape from reality yeah yes and then to like hear everybody cheersing in the background has to suck i know that's the worst and it's like daylight because you've literally been up all night i like wonder why like how, do they like not like I feel like they intentionally wait like five seconds tops in order for them to be like, well, <laughs> bye girls. I'm so sad, but I'm so happy that I have this amazing crop of women. And then they're I all know. like, clink, 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 clink. I know. <sighs> oh gosh. The second episode of the season is like notoriously my favorite. And this one did not disappoint. This did not disappoint. This was so much better than the first episode. I'm going to quickly run through who's still there. Mikkel, Jacqueline, Becca M, Jenna, Chelsea, Lauren S, Tia, Annalise, Lauren B, Kendall. By the way, I feel like Kendall and me have the same hairstyle. Mm. Brittany T, Ashley, Marique, Caroline, Bibiana, Crystal, Becca, M, and Cian. Oh, man, we just have to be thankful and blessed for who we have left. Mainly Bibiana. I feel like the show would be nothing without you. Um, okay, if you had to pick right now who's going to win, who would it be? Well, I know who wins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go. Yes. I think Becca M might make this really, really, really far. Yeah, she and him... I mean, their chemistry is explosive. And she is like normal. Just like she seems like someone I would be friends with. Tiny Becca M? Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Becca K. Oh, Becca K. I'm talking about Becca K. Yeah, she's also super cool. If you follow her on Instagram, she has like super witty captions. I don't think Becca M's going to win. She's too young. Um, How's your fantasy team doing? Um, let's see. I'll check right. I can't even remember everyone. Three left my first night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. I had a hard hits. Kendall and Brittany T, I think. Those are the only ones left? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I have three left because I had Becca K. Okay. So Becca K, Brittany T, and Kendall. Okay. And I still have um Chelsea, Becca M, Tia, and Bib. Oh, you had Bib. Mm -hmm. That's why you love her so much. No, I mean, I know <laughs> I have a horse in this race, but I also think that her personality is so real. Like if you're going to be mean and explosive, do it in the way that Bibiana is doing it and don't do it in like a seedy, um, like snake in the night grass way that Kendall's doing it. Yeah, Bibiana's awesome. Not Kendall, Crystal. <laughs> yeah, I was like, don't bash Kendall. <laughs> I think Ari kind of liked the taxidermy. Oh, but it made me sad to see a dead seal. It made me really sad. I want to know where she's keeping this crap. Could you imagine bunking with someone like you're in a room with seven girls and she's like, here's my dead seal that's going to sleep on my bed. I know. I do think Ari, when he was like trying to relate to her and talk about how his friend collects doll parts, that, that she was, was like, that's worse. weird. 
There were, listen, while Ari's boring, there have been really sweet moments that have like made me be like, oh, here's three. Okay. That when he was trying to relate, he's like, well, everyone has a hobby. <laughs> that Aww. is what he said. Yeah. Two, when he pu- pushed all those cars out of the way for Annalise because he knew she was scared. And three, when he gave Brittany T the certificate. Oh, most hardcore. Most hardcore. I thought that was so cute. I know. Like there are moments where I'm like, oh, he's sweet. I know. I love Brittany T. I'm getting little sister vibes off of her. Yeah, though. I really like her. Oh, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Friend zoned. I think well, she'll I go pretty. I think she'll go pretty far though. I'm like ready to see Mikel just like leave. Like I don't know. I know she like wasn't in this episode, but the second he said her name, I was like, ugh, Mikel. Oh, she gives some pretty mean side eye, <laughs> and she was giving it at uh, Crystal. So. <laughs> yeah, they all hate her. She's clearly the most hated. All right. Hey guys, if you like what you hear, um, maybe like go on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, give us five stars, maybe a rating. Ooh. We would love it and appreciate it. And tell your friends. Yeah. Please share. You can follow both of us on social media. Um, I'm at Sarah Elizabeth Franklin on Instagram. I'm at Alex Ryan Frank. And we post a lot about Bachelor and obviously the podcast. And yeah, if you like it, rate, review, subscribe, and please tell your friends, tell the rest of Bachelor Nation. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts.